Hello and welcome to Father Luke's homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of Brandon and Mildenhall for the Feast of Christ the King on the 22nd of November 2020. I pray that this homily is of some use to you. God bless you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, escorted by all the angels, then he will take his seat on his throne of glory. All the nations will be assembled before him, and he will separate men one from another, as the shepherd separates sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right hand, and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come you whom my father has blessed, take for your heritage the kingdom prepared for you since the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food, I was thirsty and you gave me drink, I was a stranger and you made me welcome, naked and you clothed me, sick and you visited me, in prison and you came to see me. Then the virtuous will say to him in reply, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and make you welcome, naked and clothe you, sick or in prison and go to see you? And the king will answer. I tell you, solemnly, in so far as you did this to one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did it to me. Next, he will say to those on his left hand, Go away from me, with your curse upon you to the eternal fire prepared for the devils and his angels. For I was hungry, and you never gave me food. I was thirsty, and you never gave me anything to drink. I was a stranger, and you never made me welcome. Naked, and you never clothed me. Sick and in prison, and you never visited me. Then it will be their turn to ask, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, a stranger or naked, sick or in prison, and did not come to your help? Then he will answer, I tell you solemnly, in so far as you ne neglected to do this to one of the least of these, you neglected to do it to me. And they will go away to eternal punishment, and the virtuous to eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever we do to the least of his brothers and sisters, we do it to him. The Feast of Christ the King celebrates both God's love and his justice. In the first reading, God is presented as a shepherd who cares for each of his sheep. The shepherd seeks out, knows each one by name, strengthens, heals and bandages the wounded. To this story of God's love, we are called to respond and to follow in discipleship. The Gospel of the Last Judgment is a reminder, a sober reminder to all of us that we are called to take responsibility for our lives and that the commandment of love is the invitation to be followed. God does not reject us, but in freedom we have the possibility of rejecting God and God's invitation to love. Through our actions, we determine how God will judge us. Now, the Feast of Christ the King presents to us an image of humble love and service of others. 
God knows our weakness and our need for healing, but he invites us out of our own brokenness to be close to those who are the weakest in society. On this Feast of Christ the King, we are reminded that Jesus is indeed king, but his kingship is unlike our earthly understandings of a monarchy. Jesus shows to us that true kingship goes hand in hand with selfless love and sacrifice. For the king of the universe was willing to make himself so small, so vulnerable as to enter his creation and suffer death on our behalf. And not just any death, but a shameful and humiliating death on a cross. Jesus's kingship reminds us that God is in charge of this world, not us. And thank God. You know, there is so much fear around these days with the, the coronavirus, the climate crisis, political crises, financial crises. And yet in all of this, we are reminded time in and time out that although we are to build God's kingdom on earth, we are not the ones in charge. The buck does not stop with us. It stops with God. God's kingship offers to us a richer perspective on life. Salvation does not lie in carefully crafted party manifestos, clever budgets and eco-strategies. It doesn't even lie in a Covid vaccine, as much as that is important. Salvation is in Jesus Christ. It's not that policies and strategies and budgets are not important. They are, and the Christian faith makes a rich contribution to these things. But they alone will not save us. If we put our trust in things and ideas and not in Christ, then, brothers and sisters, we are doomed to fail. Salvation comes from Jesus and in kingdom living. When we live in the kingdom of God, our world is changed because we live and love like Christ himself. We learn to love when the world judges. We forgive and are compassionate when the world condemns. We work for justice when the world is indifferent. We feed the poor when the world ignores. And we do these things not because we want to save the world, not because we want to feel good. We do them because we have met Jesus the King. We do them because we have friendship with him. We do them because he reminds us that when we do something for the least of his brothers or sisters, we do it for him. This is what kingship looks like. Service. Not a groveling service, but a life-giving service. That is an expression of love. Greater love has no man or woman that he lay down his life for his friends. As Christ lays down his life for us and in doing so brings about the kingdom of God. We too are called to lay down our lives as well in big ways and in small ways. In doing so, we bring about the kingdom of God in our land. You know, it's important to see the big picture and focus on God's larger perspective. If we are focused only on ourselves and focused only on ideologies and political systems, then things will soon begin to break down. If, however, we keep our eyes fixed 
on the king and on his values, we are raised up, elevated out of our misery and we begin to walk in the light. This means being different and living differently to the world around us, not getting bogged down in partisan politics, whether that's in the church or elsewhere, but rather being people who can see the big picture. As members of God's kingdom, we must become agents of communion, agents of unity and peace in our world. Whatever our views on particular things, we must not allow our differing views to divide us as a people and as a church. We are all one in Christ Jesus, and we are all Christian brothers and sisters. If Christ is our King, and he is, we must behave like his subjects and learn to love the way he loves. The kingship of Christ flies in the face of political regimes and worldly powers. When we profess Christ's kingship, we are professing his kingdom and we are proclaiming the way to live fruitfully and peacefully in our world is not by might and power, but by humble, loving service, by selfless sacrifice and by seeking the good of the other, especially those who are poor and marginalised. This idea may be mocked, it may be misunderstood, it may even be scorned. If they mock Jesus, then we can be sure that they will mock us too. Nevertheless, it is the only way to live the Christian life. On this feast of Christ the King, let us remember that Jesus Christ is our true King, and as subjects in his kingdom, we are called to live and love like him. And whatever we do to the least of his brothers and sisters, we do it to him. Amen. Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic parish of Brandon and Mildenhall, please go to our website, which is stthomas-stjohnparish.com. That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com. If you want to read more articles and stories and theological reflections, please check out my blog at fatherlukegoymore.com. That's fatherlukegoymore.com. Feel free also to follow me on Twitter at fatherlukeg and Instagram at fatherlukegoymore. Stay safe and God bless you.